I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, December the 15th. This is Episode 990. It's Hour 2 of Episode 990 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, by God, you missed a... It was fun. I don't know how you would describe it, Paul Whittington. But uh, just uh-huh. all over the place, I guess that's one way. Uh, yeah. You know how I always do the little write-up of, you know, like when I post it on Facebook and Twitter and all that and on uh, SoundCloud itself. I don't know how I'm going to describe this one, Paul. Yeah, it was it was a little all over the place, but, but it was fun. I mean, we, we had a good time, had some laughs, read some maps. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay, uh, we held you over. Well, again, if you missed the first hour, just an absolute fun hour with uh, Paul Whittington. Had a, a sneak appearance by Linda Whittington in there. We talked uh, about a ton of stuff. We did not get any NASCAR in, and uh, for uh, the next couple of minutes, we're going to do that as you have some silly season news. I do need to let everybody know, though, that coming up in about five minutes or so, TGIF with IP, our NIL, our weekly NIL visit with uh, Winston-Salem State point guard Isaac Parson. And then about 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so into this first hour, we're going to have Perry Tindall on from uh, Kenston Boys Basketball. Uh, they have a big game tonight. And then on top of all that, I see him outside my window right now. It's John Dawson. He's going to be joining us live in here too. So, man, it's just going to be a uh, an awesome hour. And we're starting it off here with Paul Whittington wrapping up his appearance, giving us some silly season news from NASCAR. Yeah, so uh, you and I have been talking uh, a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Is Like, when's, when's, the, when's all the announcements going to start happening for who's going where and what all is going to happen? And we kind of didn't really know when the domino was going to fall at Stuart Haas Racing, what were they going – and that was kind of what I said would spark everything. Uh, what were they going to do with that fourth charter? Because they had Kevin Harvick leave the organization to retirement. Eric Almarola retired. Smithfield went with him. They're no longer in the sport. Well, the speculation's over, Brian. They're going to retain the, the charter, and they are going to field a fourth car, and the driver of the number 10 next year will be – Oh, I'm sorry. I was giving you a drum roll. Sorry, I didn't wait for your drum roll, but it's going to be Noah Gregson. He was the driver last year with Legacy Motor Club. He ended up leaving on his own volition after liking on Instagram what was a insensitive kind of meme or gif about George Floyd. He was required to take some sensitivity training before returning but but he actually was the one that stepped up and resigned from from legacy motor club so he could focus on doing the diversity training and and getting better as a person uh and now he has been hired by Stuart haas racing he'll make the jump over to ford and join a team uh full of full of young young guys uh you know the the veteran most driver over there right now is is ryan priest everybody else fairly new in fact uh when you look around that garage area right now with the four-driver lineup they have, Josh Berry coming in to fill in to take over the four-car, Ryan Priest, uh, Chase Briscoe, and and now Noah Gregson, there's only like two wins total coming out of that stable. Uh, Ryan Priest does not have a Cup Series win. In 151 races, he has three top fives and 11 top tens. And for Chase Briscoe, it's only like two wins, maybe three. So it's a, it's a very young team. Yeah, he's only got – sorry, he's only got one win 
over 108 starts through through three full-time seasons in the NASCAR Cup Series. So uh, a very young team, a, a team that was once the premier Ford team in NASCAR, that uh, that that torch has kind of been handed off to, to Penske Racing now with two championships in back-to-back years. Um, but this is a team that's rebuilding, no doubt about it, and now probably the youngest team in the garage area. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and, okay, you said that's going to be the first of the dominoes. What What are you anticipating next over the next few weeks? Well, so I, I think we're going to go back to being quiet. I think if they had sold that charter, that would have that would have started the big domino effect. But because they didn't sell it, because they decided to to, to fill that fourth seat, they what they didn't announce was any sponsorships. Okay. And so they're still working on securing sponsorship for Noah Gregson, and that's probably not something – that we're going to learn about until we get to maybe the the last week of January, first week of February, when we're getting ready to go to the clash, uh, when we start learning about what kind of or what kind of sponsorships they brought in to Stuart Haas Racing to be on that ten car with Noah Gregson. So so that is to be determined. But because they didn't sell that charter, because they're going to retain it and and fill the fourth car for the time being. I don't know how many more dominoes we have to fall. I think just about every seat in the Cup Series is is filled, and and with that, we've got 65 days until we wave the green flag on the 2024 sold out Daytona 500. I love it, sold out. And I know you love to hear that. Listen, Paul Whittington, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, <laughs> whoa, a oh, unique one, visit. One other, it's it's got to be quick. One, yep, one tiny little nugget. This is the last weekend of the uh, Winston Cup Museum over there in Winston-Salem. They permanently shut their doors after the, the falling out with uh, with the Winston Cigarette Brand Company over copyright infringement. Oh, man. You got to hate that, man. I mean, that's that's uh, one of the – not that I'm encouraging cigarette smoking here, Paul Whittington or John Dawson, but uh, but that, that was a big part of my childhood was Winston Cup racing. It is what it is. Listen, Paul – Thank you again so much, man. Uh, think about it, dude. When we talk to you uh, next week, we will be on Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. So what are, what are we right now? Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. <laughs> Something like that. Paul, thank you so much, buddy. Okay. See you guys. Have a good one. There you go. Okay. Uh, hey, John Dawson, say hello while I get IP up on the line with I us I just got to tell you, uh, I checked Bloomberg before I came in here. Yeah. NASDAQ is all the map companies are going through the roof after that segment this morning. Are they really? God, you just don't know. <laughs> People are throwing away their cell phones to get into maps now. Dude, that was awesome, man. I mean, and your definition of awesome is awesome. <laughs> My definition of awesome is not like anybody else's definition of awesome, right? No, no. Well, you know what I can tell you is awesome, though? What's that? Our good friend Isaac Parson, who joins us right now on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. It is uh, time for TGIF with IP. And I got to tell you, Isaac, it doesn't get much better than you coming on after a, a win the night before, does it? No. No, we had to get the dub. I tell you what, a big, big win for you guys last night as uh, you returned to CIAA play. You guys are now 8 and 3 overall. You're 2 and 0 oh in the conference. And on the road again, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. You guys have just been absolute road warriors this uh, this season to this point. But uh, what were the keys? 76-55 win at Bowie State last night. Uh, you had 14 points, four rebounds, six assists, and a block shot in 35 minutes. Uh, what was the keys to uh, last night's victory, IP? 
Uh, you know, because I had to come out early and uh, execute the scout, make sure that we uh, hit the key points on the scout report. Now, are you guys back in Winston now, or did you spend the night up there last night? Uh, we spent the night up here. I'm actually in Tell you what, I'm having a little bit of trouble understanding you right now. Uh, I don't know if it's our phone connection, but uh, we'll try again. Uh, just uh, tell me again what the keys to the victory last night. Uh, the keys to the victory, uh, we had to follow the scout, uh, make sure we took the the key guys out. Uh, I started out on one of the best players. That uh, my job was just to keep them out of the game and follow the scout. Okay, well, again. A huge one. How important is it for you guys the way you've jumped out in CIAA play this year? Like I said, 2-0. and I mean, obviously, I mean, this is common sense. It's better than 0-2, but it is important for you guys to uh, get out to a good start in conference play, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you know, it's a very important, you know, just to show them that um, this isn't the same team from last year, but we still we still can do what we did last year. So right. we just had to come and make a statement. Absolutely. And I, I got to tell you, man, Amaji, the way he has come on in the past couple of weeks, I know uh, we didn't have you on last week when we talked two weeks ago, and he was starting to come on at that point. I mean, last night, his best game of the season, 20 points, 13 rebounds, and he is becoming a force in block shots, five block shots last night. Uh, Amaji really is coming on right now, isn't he? And why, what do you attribute that to? Um, just how hard he's been working in practice. Um, he's been working on his free throws every day and just, He's a dog in the paint, man, you know. Yeah, he's, we've been working on double team him, and he's been working hard at it. So I'm excited to see what else we have in store. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jeremy also uh, has made his way into the starting lineup. He's been a starter now for the past, uh, I guess, five or six games or so. He even had an article written about him in the Winston-Salem Journal that uh, his mom was uh, – Shared on Facebook, and a lot of people had a chance to look at too. Uh, Jeremy's really coming on. What? And again, I'll ask you the same question I ask you about Amaji. Uh, what? What do you attribute that to his success to? Uh, he's working very hard. You know, um, defensively, he's getting better every game. Um, just understanding what each player does. Uh, KYT, knowing your personnel, and um, he's starting to get it uh, and knowing the coaches stuff like that well i tell you what you guys travel uh you're on the where are you right now are you still in Mar- are you still in Bowie, maryland or did y'all cut it halfway between Bowie and lincoln university how did y'all I, i'm always interested in uh how college basketball teams or college athletics teams travel yeah we're in like Bowie, maryland i okay. think so <laughs> no 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 i think that's funny that uh hey where are you i i think we're in Bowie, maryland <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a ransom note. Yeah, there you go. Hey, hey, uh, IP, blink twice if you're in trouble, okay? Uh, I got you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Isaac Farris is joining us this morning uh, from uh, Winston-Salem State University. Tell you what, give us the uh, scouting report uh, we were just talking about. You have another CIAA game tomorrow. In fact, it'll be the last game of the year for uh, Winston-Salem State University as you travel to uh, Lincoln University in Pennsylvania to take them on in, uh, in CIAA play. Uh, I, I know you're just – uh, coming off this Bowie State win, but what? Tell us a little bit about Lincoln University. Um, 
we played them last year in the championship, so they're going to have a little bit of energy. Um, and we're playing them at their place. Um, so this should be a little exciting game. Um, they got a big man that's pretty good, so I imagine him probably battle out. And they got a nice point guard, and they really got their whole team coming back. So this should be interesting for us to see how we um, handle this situation. Well, give us a – you know what, here we go into, uh, like I said, one more game before the uh, Christmas break. Uh, I, what what have you found out about your team to this point? Seriously, IP. I mean, you're 8-3, and three, you're going into Lincoln University tomorrow, then after that you'll be off for a couple of weeks before you return to play against Elizabeth City State University. What 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 have you found out about your team? Um, whenever we lock in defensively, um, it's – there's nobody that can play with us. And when we get out of transition, there's nobody that can run with us because teams aren't in shape like us because they just don't run like us. We run every day. We run and shoot around. We run and practice. Like, they just can't they can't keep up with us. But it starts on the defense end for sure. And after we get stops, we get out and run. Well, the Rams right now, uh, three game, three wins in a row, four of the last five. And here's been the impressive thing about this, too, that I know I don't have to tell you this, but for the listeners who uh, don't know, you guys are 8-3. and three. You've played two home games to this point. I mean, yeah. what, what a statistical anomaly there, or a, a schedule anomaly there for you guys, IP. How good is it going to be for you? And again, you're on the road tomorrow. Now, you'll open uh, January at home against Elizabeth City State and Virginia State University, but... Uh, it's got to. What do you think playing all these road games has it helped you guys? Has it hurt you guys? What has it done for this team to this point? Um, I feel like it's going to help us. You know, like last year we played IUP um, in the first round of the tournament, and it was on the road, obviously because we weren't a high seed. So I feel like if we're in that same situation, that should help us a lot. Um, and just you know, road games really show. Um, can we execute on the road and come in somebody else's um, neck of the woods and win? Again, I got to think there's a good chance for you guys, or there has been a great chance for you guys to bond on the road. You do bond on the road a heck of a lot more than you do when you play games at home, don't you? Yes, sir. You know, it's a little bit of distraction at home, so it's easier um, on the road. Still. It's going to have to be uh, great when you get back home. And, again, as I'm sitting here looking at your schedule, three of your first four games are at home, including that Thursday, Friday, January 4th, January 6th turnaround when you take on two of your traditional rivals, two in Elizabeth City State and Virginia State. you got to be looking forward to uh, the hearing the cheers of your home fans too, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think nobody's going to be there yet, though, because <laughs> students get back in the ninth. Okay. So, yeah, so it's going to be. Uh, but I'm still ready to play here either way, you know. But I'm ready for it to be really packed in there for sure. Uh, and, <clears throat> and again, if you've not seen a game in uh, at Winston-Salem State, which I had the honor of doing last year, uh, you know what? You saying that with the, with the students not being back altogether, there might be a good chance for uh, folks from Kenston to get out there and see a game, isn't it? Because, I mean, it is hard to get in there. I remember we had to be there, what, two and a half, three hours before the women's game started last year. So we were there for a solid, what, six or seven hours, which I had a blast. It was a good time. But 
if there's a chance to go and uh, see Winston-Salem State in Winston, it might be that January 4th and January 6th with the students still away, right? Yes, sir. It should be easier to get get in. Okay, well, very good. Well, what uh, do, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, well, students probably won't be back yet. That's all. Hey, we'll go ahead. Oh, no, no. That's great. Uh, Christmas coming up. Like I said, after you've got this game uh, tomorrow at Lincoln University, you are out. Are you coming home? Are you are you staying in Winston? What what are you doing over Christmas break? Oh yeah, I'm definitely coming home. Got to go see Kenton High play. See what the guys look like. I think they play on the twentieth. I don't know where they play at though. You know what? I don't either. Off the top of my head, I can probably look that up before you get back. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does this mean we might have a, a TGIF? With IP appearance live here on Whitehall Drive, is that a possibility a week from today? Yes, sir. We can get it done. I like it. I think that is awesome. Listen, uh, IP, I appreciate you. Uh, Again, I know uh, you had a a late game last night. You're up early to talk to us this morning. Uh, Okay, I'm looking forward to it. I get to see you next week then. Uh, We'll see you here live in the plush well-lit studio here on Whitehall Drive uh, in our uh, 8 o'clock hour next week, dude. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. uh, Hey. Good uh, good luck tomorrow night. We'll see you next week, okay? Okay, thank you. There you go. That's Isaac Parson, uh, John Dawson, our TGIF with IP Visit. Uh, <laughs> again, got to give kudos to the kid for uh, he was up late last night following that game. He's in a hotel somewhere and getting up and talking to us. Uh, to- Brian, I'm just getting in. <laughs> I didn't even go to bed last night. How you like that? <laughs> I think that's pretty. Uh, I'm halfway I'm to 100 impressed. years old, and I'm I'm as spry as a squirrel, Brian. Spry as a squirrel. Yeah. By the way, speaking of squirrels, <laughs> and I'm not In going your AD, brain. Yeah, I'm not going ADHD on you, dude. We have a proliferation of squirrels in my neighborhood right now, dude. I guarantee, yes. almost guarantee, if you look out the window right now, you'll see a squirrel scampering in my yard. Well, okay? I know why. The, the squirrel community is abuzz with that Brian Hanks guy's nuts, and they think they're <laughs> going to get fed when they come over here. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. That was so good. I've got to give you the uh, Hurry it up. Say, say it again, say it again. It, the moment has passed. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's on a different screen, so I have to, you know, pan back over to that screen. Is that your cartography that. machine over there? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. How are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing great, Brian. Now, you're going to hang out. We're getting ready to talk to uh, Perry Tindall here, but we're only going to have about 10 minutes, so you're going to hang out with us through that. I'm here we- to make sure you play the birthday game on time, basically. <laughs> right at the end of the show when everybody's gone into work. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that is something that – no, I'm being sincere. Maybe that is something that we need to get in our first hour because I think the studies are showing yes. the majority of our listeners hear us from 7 to 7.45. I've been telling you that for three years now. Just No three? research. At least. <laughs> there you go. Okay. i tell you what, uh, I am going to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenora Healthcare. Heck, I should have had it printed out for you to read. So as I get a coach up here on the line, but don't worry about it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I do it every day here. You know why? Because I'm a broadcast professional, John Dawson. You, you have a map to the stars. <laughs> I do have a map to the stars. Listen, UNC Lenora Healthcare, they are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled. In the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, 
UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, Thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hank Show. And let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into it. He's a head basketball coach at Kenston High School, three-time state championship winning coach. Perry Tindall joining us here on our Spence Automotive guest line. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it is absolutely my honor, and uh, you talk about a team that is hitting its stride at the right time as you're getting ready to go in, as you're getting ready to start uh, Eastern or East Central 2A play tonight. It's the Kenson Vikings. Uh, maybe a little bit of a hiccup at the end of the Green Central game, but just a, a little bit. You guys held on. You won a big game there on uh, on Wednesday night at Viking Gymnasium. I, I just want to give have you give me the uh, the state of the union speech on uh on your Kenson Vikings right now what, what have you found out about this team to this point coach well the exciting thing Brian about this team is I think and I told I told them in practice yesterday is like there is there is so much room for this group to continue to grow and get better and a lot of it is just we've got to you know, we've got to find a better consistency and we've got to value the ball better. But as far as playing hard and playing relentless, like they've got that part down. Now it's just the, you know, understanding when you've got a 17 point lead in the third quarter that really our next big step is that 17 point lead got to go to 22 because of efficient basketball and I think we're just kind of losing our focus when we get certain leads and we kind of get away from the things that that got us that and that's a little bit of some youth mixed with some other things that we've got to I mean we've got to get it corrected because honestly (laughs) in big time games you know late season games these are things you can't do and so that's our big challenge is just consistency and, you know, valuing and focusing each possession every night. And then, you know, the rest of the rest of it will take care of itself. If we can, if we can do those things. Absolutely. That voice you listen to that's Perry Tindall. He's a head basketball coach of those Kinston Vikings. They play tonight as they open East central Two a play against James Keenan. And I got to tell you, coach, you know, I, I listen, I'm not naive, I, I anticipated uh, Tyreek Copper being added to this roster of being a positive. I mean, I was like, you know what? He'll come in, you know, he's going to add some athleticism. He's going to add some energy to this team. We saw what he did during football season. I got to tell you, Coach, I'm not sure. I anticipated him leading all scorers with 18 points the other night against Green Central and just making the kind of impact that he did in his first game. I, I'm going to ask you, Coach, did you anticipate the kind of debut that he had the other night, sir? I Well, I, I have to say yes. Like, I, okay. I you know, I, I the thing about Tyreek is Tyreek was never healthy last year, and he was coming off that broken hip, uh, didn't really start playing, couldn't practice really the way he wanted to. 
with us until late in the year, uh, the very end of the season, and I think played in three games uh, after he came back and so then went into the summer and was still kind of nursing some some injury. And then, you know, of course, kind of thought he was going to, you know, focus on football, which, you know, you, you totally get. I mean, he had an incredible year there. and um, But he just came and said, you know, Coach, I miss – I missed this and, uh, you know, can I, can I, can I have an opportunity? And, and, you know, the kid being with us last year and this summer, you know, that's a situation where I think sometimes you just absence makes the heart grow fonder. And he, he was away from it. He's got a lot of friends on our team. And so anyhow, you know, he's, he's back with us. And, and the thing is, is you see it in practice, like we've challenged him just a let, let the beast out, you know, and it's there. And, I think everybody got a glimpse of that. I mean, literally, you know, there's a lot of things I don't do well, but, uh, you know, I was, I, we called timeout and I, I put him in and, and it, immediately it was a 6-0 run. And, um, I mean, he literally put us on his back. I think that they had chipped away to about a six-point uh, lead and he goes in and we're back up 12 in a matter of, I don't know, a minute and a half. And so he's just got that effect. He's grown. Um, clearly, you know, we're not the biggest team. And so he adds a, a element of just all around need, you know, with his size, he rebounds it well. He's really a true point guard. Uh, he can handle the ball. Um, you know, he's, he's getting shots back up, finding his rhythm from, from three. And so, I mean, he's just another, he's like our team, you know, I think the best, uh, if we'll continue to, <clears throat> to just chip away at this thing, the best is yet to come with with him and uh, and our guys. We just gotta we gotta understand kind of why that is, and we cannot be you know two steps forward, three steps back. We just gotta start stacking some things to to make sure we're we're moving forward. <laughs> well, the thing, and I gotta tell you, and you know the deal. I mean, everywhere I go in Kenston, and I was all over Kenston yesterday, including at the Parks and Rec Commission meeting last night, and. Everybody wants to know about Kenson. How good is this team? I mean, they're, you know, they ask my opinion, what I think. This is what I told them, and you tell me if I'm far off, if I'm close, or whatever. Uh, but uh, with adding Tyreek to this team, in my opinion, Coach, it takes this, Ken- this addition of the Kenson Vikings team from maybe a second-round, third-round playoff team to a regionals contender and, heck, maybe even a state championship contender, depending on how we do uh, when we uh, inevitably face Farmville Central in the playoffs. I just – I really do, Coach. I really think you had a solid team in the first place, probably a 19-8, a 20-6 and eight, a 20 and six kind of team probably to <laughs> – I'm not sure you're going to lose many more games this season, Coach. I think he has that kind of an impact on this team. Am I, am, am I just making expectations uh, crazy here, or what do you think, Coach? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to say just because honestly, right now we're, we're not, we're not what we, what, what we can be. And I know that sounds crazy because we have flashes, but we've got to become more disciplined in, in some of the small things. Uh, if we really want to take, take the next step, you know, like I said, we're smaller. We've got to, we've got to be high level rebounders every possession. And, you know, you, you know, West Carteret and even late, um, late Tuesday night or Wednesday night, you know, you can't let length just 
get in the paint and, and do what it does because you got to, you know, you're fighting and clawing. We've got guards in there. You know, we're just having to gang rebound. And um, so, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily, I'll never say like where I think, I, I, I think this team can, can be really good. And I think this team can be way better than we even are right now, but it's going to take, uh, it's going to take some big steps that we've got to make. And honestly, like, I don't think a lot of high school basketball teams can make the steps because of different variables that just come into play. I think, I know our guys can, it's just, we've got to do it. You know, we cannot, you know, you can't, go to, to West Carteret last week and and, and, and most the, the average fan looks at the score and says well they won but you can't have uh, 20 plus turnovers and, and and sooner or later you know the wins are fool's goal you, you, you get excited it doesn't sting but your 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 margin of error is going to get smaller and smaller as you move later in the season and if if understanding valuing the ball doesn't sink in and that anchor doesn't set, then we're going to, we're going to find ourselves, you know what, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to find yourself winning games and then you're going to find yourself in dog fights that you never should be in that situation. And so I just would say like, if not, I truthfully like this group, I I love coaching these guys. It has been, it has been a a just refreshing group. Um, They've rejuvenated me in a lot of ways and, I love this group. I just – this group's got to, to take some, some bigger steps and some forward steps to just get some things figured out. And then let's just see where we're at. But, you know, those are – they're foundational things, I think. I mean, I, it's 21 years you do this and you know you know what it takes. Um, you know how important some things are in the game, and we've got to make those things important if we want to if we want to you know reach our full potential and really you know be the best we can be. Well, I have said this, and uh, like I said, with everybody everywhere I go, and I'm not joking, I was at five different places. I think I was asked five different times about this Kenston team yesterday, just all over Kenston. And like I said, the thing I tell them is, I've listen, I've been here since '02, since the '0203 season. I've never seen a Kinston team like this, and I mean that in a positive, positive way. Yes, there's not a lot of hype, but, man, the speed that is on this team. I got Going back in history a little bit here, Coach, but kind of reminds me of that 07 Concord team that Kinston played in the playoffs that just was the quickest team I'd ever seen, and still to this day, in my 31 years of covering high school sports, I've still never seen a team as fast as that 07 Concord team that beat Kinston in the state championship. I think this team is comparable with that one. But anyway, I got, uh, I've got i got to ask you this, Coach, and we'll leave on this note. Uh, give us a scouting report. Uh, James Keenan tonight as you start uh, East Central 2A play. Give us a little uh, scouting report on uh, the Bulldogs of James Keenan, Coach. You know, they're going to be – you know, they're always pretty scrappy. You've got, you know, you've got guys that are, you know, play football and you got some, you know, some mixture. It's going to be a – I think it's going to be a scrappy bunch, um, kind of balanced. I don't think there's there's really, um, you know, any, kind of like us. I mean, you, you just got a lot of different guys that can can go do different things. Um, for us, like I said, and we spent a lot of time talking about it. We've just got to tonight's challenge is we've got to we've just got to 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 to, to stay consistent. You know, 
build a big lead and, and separate and, 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 and let the lead hold and, and, and play solid defense, rebound high level. And really the big challenge, man, we've got to, we, I, you talk about it. We're very, very fast. And I don't think we have even touched, even scratched the surface of playing as fast as we should be, especially in transition. So that's been our, you know, our bag is, hey, guys, I think you think you're playing fast, but on the offensive side of the ball, we want to go faster. We want to we want to go like we want to get up and down. And so, you know, that's that's exciting. I think any player would love to, to play and, and understand that, hey, I don't want to have to do anything in the half court. If we can get out and beat teams up the floor, that's that's what we want to do. And so, you know, on our end, that's what we've got to do tonight. And, of course, James Keenan's going to be, uh, it's going to be a physical, you know, physical brand of, of basketball, and we've just got to be ready to roll tonight. Well, there you go. Well, uh, Coach Perry Tindall, I appreciate you joining us this morning here on the show. Uh, we should let people know, too, that I uh, got that game tonight, conference opener, and then the final pre-Christmas uh, game of the year or for the final game of uh, night or of uh, 20 I about said 19 good lord of 2023 coach <laughs> is at home tuesday night against west carteret sir thank you so much for joining us can't wait to uh can't wait to see your vikings tonight sir sounds good see you a little later brian thanks man absolutely thank you coach that's perry tindall from uh kenston high school over there and i know you probably had a question or two that you wanted to ask i'm sorry that i i jumped in and asked all the questions there john Dawson. i was gonna ask him did he have a map to the game but I couldn't get in there. <laughs> hey wait a minute mm. i feel like uh, you're taking a shot at me there well no not at all <laughs> oh my god man uh again and i will say this uh, before because i, I want to talk some music stuff with you here in a second but uh i gotta tell you man this is as exciting i mean this Kenston team, they're five and two. They don't have a, a rotation player that's taller than like six foot or six one uh-huh. on this team. I mean, they are going to, they're going to run you to death, right? And as long as they, like he said, if they can stay in transition, I think what's going to hurt them is maybe when they go to a set. You know what I'm saying? When they go to uh, and listen, and as disciplined as Kenston is, you know they like to run their plays and stuff, but. I guarantee you, you know, if you're, especially if you're playing, a, you've got a six seven or six eight guy that's on the other team. They don't really want to get in that set unless they're, you know, what I'm saying. It's going to be tougher for them defensively when they play taller well, that's teams. That's the kind of thing by, by the by the fourth quarter, the other team's going to be, you know, holding on to their knees, trying not to die. I there say, you if they go. just keep that up, they'll probably wear most of their opponents down. I love it. John Dawson here joining us here in the final uh, few minutes here before we uh, jump into the birthday game. Where, where you'll get to listen to John again, John yeah. and Jonathan uh, there. Uh, should we let people know? Well, we'll just get Jonathan in here. I guess Jonathan's waiting out in the green room right now, right? Uh, he, he got pulled over for speeding. He lost his map and got lost. And <laughs> he was in a community he shouldn't have been in and they pulled him over yeah okay okay uh dude i gotta tell you man it was really neat last night as i was uh you know playing around with facebook right before i went to bed and everything and i saw a, some really cool things uh a rabbit uh john john bundrick bundrick i can never say his last name john bundrick uh who was a uh, given a third of never an electric forgiveness some love last night tell tell everybody your connection to him uh to john bundrick uh formerly of the who and now of electric forgiveness he played uh keyboards for the who and pete townsend solo from 1979 up until like 2011 or 12 something like that wow. 
he also played with Bob Marley and Joan Armour Trading and guys from Pink Floyd. He's played with everybody. He was on the Rocky uh, Rocky Horror Movie Picture Show soundtrack. Um, he's played with thousands of people. And he's probably the top three Hammond organ players in the, on the planet. And uh, we don't have enough time to get into it here, but he's he's been playing with Third of Never and Electric Forgiveness, my two bands, the whole way through. He's just a very generous guy. And what you saw online last night was an interview he did with Record Collector Magazine out of the U.K. You can get that magazine over here at Barnes & Noble and uh, wherever you get your finer magazines. And uh, they do this section called Talking Heads, and they just ask him ten quick questions. You can, it's hard to get an in-depth interview anymore longer than ten seconds, but... Thankfully, Third of Never and Electric Forgiveness got mentioned a lot, along with some other things that will raise some eyebrows if you read it. But uh, that, that's been a big boost to us, um, Rabbit's involvement. And that uh, that thing going online last night really helped already. Oh, I, can, I guarantee it has. Hey, I got to ask, how did you meet him? I, I'm not sure I've ever asked you this. How did you – I'm serious. How did you get connected with, uh, with Rabbit? I wish I had a better story, but on our first album, we had uh, 11 or 12 originals, and I w my idea was to do one cover, so if people went to iTunes looking for that popular song, they would find us and maybe pick up some fans that way, and I'd always like Pete Townsend's solo song, Let My Love Open the Door, but I'm like, I would love to hear the Who, a Who version of it, because his version was a little more acoustic, and he was trying to get his, he was trying to get away from the Who at the time, I said, well... Let's do a version the way the Who would have done it. And I said, well, let's try to get somebody who played on it. And I just, I found his website and emailed him. I said, how much would it cost us to get you to play on one track? I figured I could scrape that together. He said, well, send me your whole album. That was on a Friday. <laughs> that was on a Friday. And by Monday, we had keyboard tracks to seven songs sent back. And it just kind of okay. Snowballed when you get when there. you get that when you open, I guess it was an email or a Dropbox or whatever it is. But when you open it and you see that, what's going through your mind there, dude? Well, I figure. Well, I'll, I'll wake up in a few minutes and, and <laughs> read the real email. Well, he's asking for half of what my house is worth to play on the song. But no, he's just a very. If he likes something, he does it. He's very old school. He's from Texas, but he's lived. He he played on that Johnny Nash song. I can see clearly now. The rain is going. That got him out of Texas. And he's been in London for, you know, 40, 50 years. So his accent is half Texas, half English. So it's like, how y'all doing, mate? It's just like a conglomeration. <laughs> and when I've been in the same room with him, it's kind of cool because he, he likes my North Carolina accent. It reminds him of home, and he tends to get more to his Texas accent around me. But um, that's this. I wish I had a better story, but I just I asked him and he said yes. That's the best way I know to tell. Hey, it. there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, uh, got some uh, listener uh, update here. Uh, somebody named Forrest Dawson said, "Good to hear my TD number one live this morning." That's right. <laughs> how, how about that? And, and you've got your TDs. And ironically enough, last night he gave me a map and said, "This is how you get to Brian's house." <laughs> Wait a minute, how does he know? He's never been here. Well, he's he knows how maps work. Oh, there you go. There you go. But uh, thank you, Mr. Dawson. Have you told him we're calling him uh, next week for the birthday game? No, because you're not calling him next week for the birthday game. Hey, uh, we have to have a price negotiation. Mr. Dawson, we're calling you next week for the birthday game. For I don't one think of our... so, Tim. <laughs> what about long-suffering? What did she say? I haven't mentioned it because you're not doing that either. <laughs> Wait, what? We've got to have some, some money talks here, pal. 
Wow. Well, let's see. We've already Plus, had. Well, we need an NDI. What do you call it when the players? NIL. Get, we need yeah. two NIL deals for this. <laughs> yeah. For you or for them? For them. But I I'm got their no manager. problem with that. Hey, I'm, I'm you know what? Manager. I'll get them a T-shirt. I'll get them some koozies. And uh, what, what? Why are you looking? at I me want like? some green rectangular pieces of paper. <laughs> okay. I got a nice uh, Goeco uh, technology service. Anyway, provider if you want to go here. buy some of that music that I've made with John Bundrick, you can go. How can to, you do that? You can go to johndawson.com, and there's links to everything there. Thirdofnever.com. It's all it's all over the place. What about bucklesbury.com? Uh, there's nothing about the music there. That's all the columns. I try to keep stuff separate because usually people who like the column could care less about the music, and usually people who like the music could care less about the columns. So I try to keep it separate. That sounds fair. That's very fair. Mr. Dawson, we will be getting in touch with you next week to uh, come on the birthday game, okay? Mr. Hank, speak to my manager. <laughs> there you go. He's sitting right across from him. He is sitting right across from him. What else is going on in your world over there, Jay Dizzle, as uh, we're rapidly approaching Christmas? I'll just be in Raleigh uh, we, uh, rehearsing with a, uh, with a keyboard player we're going to be working with a little bit, and uh, I'll be in Wilson later today at Phil's Music. He's got a great record. The best record store this side of Raleigh might be the best record store in the state. Uh, wow. It's Phil's Music in Wilson. When are you going to take uh, Jonathan and out of that? Whenever you are not at a football game or a baseball game. Well, football's a, over and baseball hasn't started yet. You know, I'll come across this table right now. <laughs> I'm a little scared that you probably would. I got no doubt yeah. about that whatsoever. How are my TDs doing? Uh, they're doing good. They're ready for Christmas. Um, they uh, they said you should play the records I gave you for Christmas. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a great stereo in there. You should be using it. I do. I do. I, dude, I listened to Steve Winwood the other day. Well, when I say the other day, it's been sometime in the past month. But yeah. I don't know. I just got a Steve Winwood mood, dude. And uh, Who gave you that record, Brian? I believe that was you, John Dawson. That's right. I, Steve Winwood. I love his stuff with Traffic and Spencer Davis Group. You don't like his solo stuff? Not not compared to that. You can't compare. Yeah. Can't find my way home to Valor Love. Yeah, I love Valor. Do you know this is a true story? And I know we're up against it. We got we got to get Jonathan in there, who's just clawing at the door trying to get in here for. Uh, yeah, if this birthday game gets cut short, I will come across the table. <laughs> Especially I, I, since I stayed up editing it last night. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do you know this is no hyperbole? I love the song Valerie so much, John Dawson. I tried to find a girl named remember, Valerie to date. I remember that those three that notes is. just did something to your brain. <laughs> it's three notes, Brian. Okay. Three notes. I, so? Can't find my way home versus three notes. I, I, I don't even know what to Low say. Low spark it's of high heel You traffic. don't like Valerie, though? It's okay, but yeah. it's like all of his accomplishments is not on the first four pages. Just no. telling you. Well. Sorry. I'm trying to get Linda to change her name to Valerie, okay? Well, she will be when after the annulment goes through. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, that's kind of cruel, man. Well, you know, that way she... <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, time for the birthday game. It is time for the birthday game. I'll tell you what. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Wait a minute. John's already here. Let's get Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game, and we will come back and wrap up the Friday, December 15th edition of uh, the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Friday. It's finally Friday. Oh, my God, guys, we made it. We are now 10 days from Christmas. Uh-huh. It's Friday, December the 15th of the year of the Lord, 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. And, uh, man, I just, uh, I'm just giddy with Christmas uh, cheer. Cheer and anticipation. 
That's probably just a UTI infection, but whatever. <laughs> Didn't you just have a UTI over there, Jonathan Massey? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. How sick does that? that makes you pretty sick, though, right? It's I, almost like I, having a kidney stone, right? You no, know, I didn't mean for that to be a landing. <laughs> People are eating breakfast. I was like, I was I've actually. Never had, I don't think I've ever had one, though. So. I was actually okay. I got it kind of early, and they put me on some antibiotics and cleared it right up. Oh, okay. So it didn't hurt or anything? No, but some people, the infection can get so bad that it makes you um, hallucinate. Yeah. Wow. So my great uncle had one when he was, you know, in the short rows of life. And he swore there was a dog in his hospital room. And he kept asking people, whose dog is that? That was one offended nurse, wasn't it? (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, I'm trying to help. No, it was his wife. Um, Oh, that's that. But seriously, folks. (laughs) But seriously, folks. Oh, no, my no God. it actually was. Have you ever had one? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I've had kidney stones, and kidney stones are no, no bueno. I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a UTI than a kidney stone. You've had a kidney stone, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty painful. It, it, it hurt a lot. It made me cry and stuff. Okay. Uh, it, it is Friday, December the fifteenth. Uh, what you doing this weekend over there, Snuggles? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure yet. Last weekend, I uh, went to see my buddy Prozac, and we watched the movie. He has a television um, the size of that banner behind you right there. Oh, wow. Bigger than my TV? Oh, it's much bigger. Really? It's probably actually the same size. Okay. But we watched our last picture show. He had never seen it. He gave it an A+. Plus. Okay. <laughs> okay, what about you over there, uh, uh, Chuckles? I, you know, I don't really have any plans. You know, probably finish up some Christmas shopping. Yeah. And uh, avoid my family. There you go. I, I support that 100%. Oh. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, no, I have some members of my family. I love my brother and my sisters. Uh-huh. You know, they're, they're, they're cool. And y'all are going to see them here in a little bit, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Daryl said he wasn't coming. Wait, what? <laughs> he sort of has to. He's like the best man. I mean, he's okay. I wouldn't say the best. Wow. Wow. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, no, you must have me mixed up with somebody else. Yeah, I very well must. Okay. Uh, this well, segment is sponsored by GoEco Technology Service Provider. Ah, look at you, TSP over there. Yeah. Uh, and you won yesterday. No, wait a minute. I won. Massey won yesterday. That's right. So uh, why don't you tell us about <laughs> GoEco TSP over there? Well, Go trying Eco. to pull us out of the mud. Well, GoEco Technology Service Provider and uh, their head honcho, Jack Passalake, or as we like to call him, and we haven't done this in a while, Jack. Um, uh, great guy. You know, he doesn't mind if you get his name wrong. He doesn't even mind if you call him up at 3 a.m. and tell him about the bologna sandwich you just had. Isn't that right, Brian? <laughs> hey. Great guy. They offer some incredible, incredible services over there that will uh, bring your business to the forefront of its industry. And uh, if you want to be like a lot of the fine businesses here in Kinston and get on the jock train, you need to give them a call. And how do you do that over there, Jonathan Massey? You pick up the telephone and you dial... Dos Cinco Dos. Dos Cinco Dos. I'm not doing that. <laughs> dos Ocho Seis. Dos Ocho Seis. 
Cinco Trace. Cinco Trace. Cinco Quattro. Cinco Quattro. Or, or for our English-speaking friends. 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. Cinco Quattro. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what is four. wrong with you? So much. I don't even know where The year start. was 1969. <laughs> yes, it He was 47 years old. The nuclear old. power plant had a leak. Yes, it did. Okay. Dave Matthews Band. He's the lead guitarist for this band. But Tim Reynolds. Look at you over there, Tim Reynolds. <laughs> How in the world did you know that? They do duo shows together. Oh, okay. Well, today is Tim Reynolds' birthday. Uh, how old is he today over there? What, do you like what's his song? Ants marching. Uh, ding, ding, oh, ding! Ants marching. Yeah, I could have done crash into me, but everybody knows that. So. Ants marching. Uncle sleeping in. Who knows? <laughs> Wait a minute. I was thinking about doing satellite or the space between or crash into me. Why are you me. listing off Dave Matthews' song? <laughs> Real quick, you're yeah. playing one. Real quick, can you uh, can you do it? Oh yeah, yeah. You got to do your Dave Matthews. Oh. Here, I'll even pot it down because I want to hear you do it. Drink too much, drink too much, <laughs> yodel too much. <laughs> why don't you tell me why I'm popular? <laughs> Stop it, John! You're killing him, uh, dude. That's good. That Thank is you. very good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tim Reynolds over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Uh, 55. You say 55. What do you say, John Dawson? Dude, his Dave Matthews is, is just awesome. He's not 55. He is not 55. Yeah, 56. He was born what? I don't know. I'm just... Oh, he was born December the 15th in the year of our Lord, 1957. So he's 66 today. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's old. So uh, there you go. Uh, John Dawson, you get that one. You lead one to nothing. We have another musical act. And I think, yeah, this is it. This is the last musical act of the day and of the week. So let's let's make the most of it. What do y'all say here? Okay. Uh, oh, this is easy. Here we go. Clash. Listen how it goes from ear to ear. Stereo. He's the basis for this band. Oh, is it? Uh, Simeon? Simon? Paul Simeon? How? Some people care about music. Some people care about guys who throw balls of air, Brian. <laughs> there you go. I guess you're right. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Duly impressed. Yes, Paul Simonon. Simonon? Yes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll never hear this. He definitely won't. Uh, John Dawson, it goes to you. Uh, how old today is Paul Simonon of The Clash? And The Clash. I, I tried to get into them because, you know, everything you read, they were the next coming of The Who and all that, and I like maybe three songs. You like this one? Yes, okay. I like Midnight Midnight to Stevens and London Calling. That's about it. You don't like uh, Rock what did the Casbah? What did I say, Brian? <laughs> you didn't say Rock the Casbah. That's right. There you go. Okay. Uh, Paul Simonon over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. You say sixty-eight. Uh, well, how about this? 
You're absolutely right. You're right on the day itself there. He was born December the 15th in the year of the Lord, 1955, which how old does that make him over there, Jonathan Massey? 68. Yeah, there you go. I see you doing math in your head over there. I was just reenacting you when he gave the answer. Well, there you go. Yeah, 68 years old. Congratulations, John Dawson. You take a two to nothing lead. He walked Disney. Uh, yeah, this is did. your third day in a row now of taking a two to nothing lead. Thanks for jinxing it, Brian. Yeah, two days ago you won. Yesterday you took a two to nothing lead and let Jonathan Massey come back. So, Jonathan Massey, I have a lot of faith in you, okay? There you go. Jonathan Massey goes back to you. You trail two to nothing. He was the first black scholarship basketball player at UNC. He's now in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. It's, well, you're the Carolina basketball fan. I don't fan. know, Brian. <laughs> God, a little angry over there. Charlie Scott. Remember Charlie Scott, right? Yes. Charlie Scott. How old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? At 67. I don't you know. say 67. John Dawson, how old is Charlie Scott? 68, Brian. Yeah, I could have kept going, but you knew that. He was born December the 15th in the year of the Lord, 1948. So he is 75 today. And I've met him a couple times. Very nice guy. Uh -huh. For all the crap he put up with it. And yeah, it was a different world then, yeah, yes. but it was still, he uh -huh. put up with a lot. Uh, good guy, Charlie Scott. Another one of those Carolina guys that I like a whole lot, but I can't stand Carolina. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> no. I'm trying to protect you from yourself. Oh, dear God. Okay. Makes no sense. Wait a minute. Jonathan Massey. Huh? Start cranking over there, big boy. There you go. He's he's cranking it. It's a uh, perfect game alert. Perfect game alert. John Dawson leads three to nothing. Yeah. And he's about to go up four to nothing. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, uh, John Dawson. He was Sonny Crockett on Miami Vice. It's Don Johnson. The great. Now, you're supposed to say the great Don Johnson. I don't know him personally. I just know he's Don Johnson. He was awesome in Miami Vice, though, wasn't he? And another thing. Yeah, yeah he was really good. He was in 10 Cup with uh, Kevin Costner. was very funny in that. He was in the Herod Experiment. He's he bound down. He was in A Boy and His Dog. Who was he in He's Bound and Down? He was the guy's dad. Yeah. He was... Uh, Yep. No way. Yeah. Why do I remember he was in, he uh, found him in Mexico. Okay. I don't know why I don't remember that. Don Johnson over there. 74. Uh, you say. Se How did you know that? I knew he was born in 1959. You mean 49. 49, excuse yeah. me. He was. He was born in 1949. Uh, he's 74 years old today. John Dawson. He's the same age as your dad. No, your dad's the same age as, uh, who is it? Sting. That's right. How about that, dude? You take a 40 nothing lead. Crank it again over there, Jonathan Massey. Let's just call it and get on to the next one. <laughs> you lead four to nothing. It's the last one. John, Jonathan Massey, you get first shot at it. It's a local person. We don't do a lot of local people here on the show. Yeah. Hey, you like this guy. Both of you do. Kenston legend and uh, now Kenston, the North County Sports Hall of Famer, Craig Hill. Today is Craig Hill. I know we all love Craig Hill yeah. in there, in here. Uh, Craig Hill's birthday is today. Jonathan Massey, how old is he today? Man, a while, like a year ago, I remember seeing Earl Keith post something about Craig Hill. I think they were like in school together. They were. The they went time. to high school. They went to Kinston High together. Played on the baseball team together. 60, 65. <sighs> 
Yeah, that's it. 65. He broke up your perfect game. I was yeah. I was pulling for you for the perfect game over there, John Ooh, Dawson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, what would you have said? In all sincerity, what would you have said? 38. <laughs> Why? You know he's older than 38. How he's do got I know children that? who are older than 30. You How know do I Co- know that? You know Coach Craig Hill. I don't Craig know Hill. the man's per- personal business. That's none of my business. Well, he's uh, he's Jason Bryant's father-in-law. He is Jason Bryant's father-in-law. Okay. And Jason's clearly older than 38. Yeah, yeah. Jason's got to be, what, 60, 62? So if you had a birthday today, happy birthday. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, hey, happy birthday. That's the only local birthday we had today was Coach Craig Hill. So happy birthday to him. So if your birthday is uh, that or uh, Tim Reynolds from the Dave Matthews Band. Why don't you? (laughs) In today's birthday game. It is nowhere near as good as yours. I did it. (laughs) But I want you to do like a whole lyric. I've done enough. Yeah, you have. Okay, uh, congratulations, John Dawson. You win today. Uh, we will, uh, we'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a great birthday. If today's your birthday, the only important person around here was Craig Hill. He's the only local birthday we had. So, uh, if your birthday is just like uh, coach Hill, have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the uh, birthday game presented by the week. I want you to do it in your Dave Matthews. Oh, for the love of God, you're killing me. Go ahead. Go week. <laughs> <laughs> Technology service provider. End it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw, you remember that old video game? I, we're back live here uh, in our final uh, two and a half minutes or so here with uh, John Dawson. You remember that old video game? And it was one of the, I'm talking, this is in the 90s, where the two guys are karate fighting each other. And when you had the guy that you were about to kill, it would the, the voiceover would go, and him. That's what you sort of reminded me of right there when you said end it. I was only two years old in the 90s, Brian. I don't remember such things. <clears throat> Wait, what? That's right. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Dude, yeah, you, you, you got to give me some uh, Dave Matthews right now, dude. Why uh, don't you <laughs> ask for another impression? <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, okay, I got it. You know, your two best are Dave Matthews and Bill Cosby. Can you do Bill Cosby and Dave? Can you intertwine Bill Cosby and Dave Matthews? Why don't you? Put, you need to put some pills in this. You're start yodeling like a, like a crazy person over. I don't know. <laughs> and he did that. He had no Drink idea. too much. Pill too much. I don't know. Jello pudding too much. We've uh, ruined Jello and, well, Dave Matthews kind of ruined himself, but he he sort of did. Uh, anyway, okay, uh, man, what a fun uh, show today, man! I love having you. You need to come in here every morning, dude. You it, need it, to get out your checkbook, Brian. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, what a one more time! Thank Paul Whittington for joining us here in our first hour. Thank you to uh, Isaac Part Parson TGIF with IP, and then uh, Perry Tennell, of course, my my dear friend, my brother in arms, John Dawson here on uh, the show too. Hey, uh, next week, uh, we're going to have uh, Jack Leary here on Monday. Mark Panicelli on Monday show, too. It's our final week before Christmas, man. Ten shopping days till Christmas, John Dawson. If you look shopping for me, I'm always in need of a new pill caddy. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Have a great day. We'll see you on Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Let's go to Eckerd's. <laughs> 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 <laughs>